information on breaking news and more bold inspired solutions for america jamie dupree comes right at you from the hill in dc on the sean hannity show all right the one and only jamie dupree uh is with us i have some other news just uh, coming in here that didn't take long five syrian nationals have just been caught trying to sneak into the u.s using greek passports uh, the same method used by the mastermind of the Paris attacks to sneak into France. Reuters is now reporting that Honduran authorities have detained five Syrian nationals trying to reach the U.S. using stolen Greek passports. The group of Syrian men were held late Tuesday in the Honduran capital on arrival from Costa Rica. We're planning to head to the border with neighboring Guatemala. The passports had been doctored to replace photographs with those of the Syrians, according to police. And there is a new poll out, uh, Jamie Dupree, that we have the first poll taken after the attacks on the president's plan to bring tens of thousands of Syrian refugees to America, or at least 10,000. And for the Democrats who stick with Obama on this one, it looks like political suicide. Bloomberg News reports they had a national poll released just now. 53% of adults in the survey conducted in the days following the attacks say the nation should not continue a program to resettle 10,000 Syrian refugees. Just 28% would keep the program with the screening process as it is. Well, for now, Sean, here in the hallways of Congress, the story today is much the same as yesterday in talking with members. First, House Republicans fully ready to press ahead with plans. Their bill would strengthen the FBI and intelligence checks on refugees who would be coming into the U.S. from Iraq and Syria. That process already takes evidently an average of 18 to 24 months per person. These additional checks and additional layers, some you could even argue, could never be fulfilled and might stretch it out sort of until uh, infinity that vote was set for is vote is set for thursday in the house but in talking with democrats there's still only a handful really out there that seem to be ready to break ranks with the president most of them uh, sticking with him on the refugee issue so uh, right now i think that the republicans will be four square for it i don't think anybody will, will break ranks but it just seems like uh, the the democrats are sticking with the president and sticking by him on this issue now overall chuck schumer is a pretty big defection or at least he t- said temporarily well, and i wouldn't it. call him a defection he said there might be a need but he left himself a pretty big opening not no. to uh, break I with agree, the president but he was sort of tried to no, I agree. And listen, I think that I talked to one Democrat today who uh, said, you know, this is, you know, this is silly. Of course, we should put a pause on this. But for the most part, from Nancy Pelosi on down, that's not what we're seeing. Now, amongst Republicans, there is some infighting going on. We may have the first sort of signs of a rebellion by the Freedom Caucus or more conservative members against the speakership of Paul Ryan. Several uh, more conservative members that I spoke to today said they don't like this bill that has been brought up. They don't think it does enough. Uh, Matt Salmon of Arizona told a few of us off the floor of the House that he had gone to. He only referred to this as a as a certain member of the GOP leadership. It seemed to me he was probably talking about Speaker Ryan, but he just didn't want to say that, but that he had been assured that this was the first of a number of legislative efforts. Some say, and, and Heritage Action, the, the political arm of the Heritage Foundation, dumped on the bill today and said that it doesn't go far enough. So there are some conservative Republicans threatening to vote against this bill right now. Whether it's enough to derail it tomorrow, which would be a major setback and embarrassment for Speaker Ryan, we'll have to see. What about, what is the reaction to the president seems more angry at Republicans as he accused them of being a recruitment tool for ISIS? 
and the president ripping into Republicans as hard as he did two days ago at that press conference in two Turkey. Two days ago, how about last night in well, uh, the Philippines, uh, well, that's, last that's night where Eastern he said, time? Well, that's where he used the recruitment tool comment, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Look, I, I think that uh, Republicans have long felt that they are being lectured endlessly by the president. And so for them, I mean, it, it aggravated Ted Cruz uh, told reporters today he was more than ready to debate the president face-to-face. Other Republicans have just sort of, every time you mention the president when you're doing an interview, they throw up their hands and just sort of look at you and say, well, what is he thinking? So I don't think it changes anything other than it just reconfirms for many GOP lawmakers here that, that the president, and, and there's this gigantic gulf between the Democrats and the Republicans on issues dealing with not only the Syrian refugees, but what to do uh, about the Islamic State. I mean, we've watched sort of this very interesting situation develop in recent days where the president has just openly said uh, the U.S. is not going to change its plans on dealing with the Islamic State militarily. You've watched the French president come out and call for the creation of a grand coalition and begin to get in talks with Vladimir Putin and those two nations. The Italian premier today said he is willing to join the French and the Russians in this coalition. So, in a sense, with the U.S. providing some intel and some direction to the French, but not really stepping up the military side of things. It looks like that the leader of the uh, coalition on this might well be the French and the Russians to go against the Islamic State in Syria. It's unbelievable that the president, I think, is out there and, and would still want to take in these refugees, even though I now have added to the list. We now have James Comey, the FBI director, warning these the refugees will infiltrate be infiltrated by ISIS. The U.S. Director of Intelligence, James Clapper, the State Department spokesman, John Kirby, admitted it. The Deputy Director of National Counterterrorism said it. The Assistant Director for the FBI, uh, Homeland Security Committee Chair in the House, Mike McCall, said it. And the U.S. Citizen Immigration Services official also telling people the same thing, that they will infiltrate the refugee population. And the president still wants to go ahead with it. Well, you know, you don't have to go back that far to find an instance of where the administration actually put on hold refugee requests for a while because of terrorism worries. It was back in 2011. Uh, there was an article that was put out uh, today by The Federalist, I think, about this, and I'd heard about it earlier, where because they found, I think it was they found fingerprints on an IED in Iraq, and they ran those fingerprints. This is, again, four years ago. They ran those fingerprints and found out that the guy had been allowed into the U.S., as a refugee and it turned out he had actually attacked american soldiers over in iraq so the fbi then uh... recalibrated its efforts to try to weed out people and they put the a the obama administration put the iraq refugee program on hold for six whole months back in twenty eleven so in that sense we have seen evidence before where some people have slipped through the safety net now this bill that's being brought up and voted on tomorrow in the house of representatives it does not expressly put things on hold but it says not only does the Department of Homeland Security have to have a check, but the FBI has to have a check, and the uh, Director of National Intelligence must certify that everything is okay. So, uh, you know, look, I, I think Republicans can actually point to some point in time, uh, just in the last few years during the Obama administration, when there's evidence that some people slipped through that should not have. Well, um, i got to tell you, there was one interesting thing. You know how the president's been lashing out at Ted Cruz, and, and even John McCain lashed out at Ted Cruz about this religious litmus test? Uh, and, you know, it was interesting, Andy McCarthy is a really smart guy, and, and, for example, he was the one responsible for prosecuting the blind shake back in years ago here in New York, and so he knows a thing or two about the law and about terror and about, uh, especially as it relates to the laws in America. Under federal law, the executive branch is expressly required to take religion into account in determining who is granted asylum, and he actually cited the section, 1158 Title Eight U.S. Code. 
And look, I think that what you're going to see, and we've seen it, the president has been pushing back very hard against Republicans. It seems like that his anger flares the most when he is discussing the GOP in a variety of settings. So I don't think it's the last that we'll see of this. And really, for a lot of Republicans who are running for president, hey, that that's just welcome publicity right now. This is a sort of an easy hit for them and feeds into all the other discussions we've been having about immigration in this race. Yeah. What is the reaction of John Kerry, you know, saying that there's a rationale and a legitimacy to the Charlie Hebdo attacks uh, versus what happened uh, the other day in Paris as being illegitimate. Well, I've seen a couple of uh, lawmakers uh, uh, just rip that on Twitter and other social media. So I think, again, it's sort of along the same lines as before, where a lot of Republicans here in the Congress simply feel like the president, uh, they don't think the president's on the same wavelength as them in looking at uh, the Islamic State, in figuring out what to do about them, and then the reaction in the wake of the Paris But don't you, look, you've been around Washington for, for a long time. This is America's chief diplomat, in effect kind of sort of saying well i understand what happened here why radical islam has gunned down a dozen I don't think he innocent kind people. of sort of said it he i said think it. that's what he was saying was that he understood that they had a grudge against the charlie hebdo journalists but he doesn't understand why they would just kill people indiscriminately so maybe you know look again I think it, it, it speaks to the wide gulf between Democrats and Republicans that's been there for a number of years when it comes By to the By the way, they're now saying that John Kerry was tired. That's the White House's excuse. That was Hillary's excuse. We came under heavy sniper fire when we landed in Bosnia. Well, the sniper fire ended up to be a girl in with uh, flowers greeting the, you know, then First Lady or whatever, or Secretary of State, whatever she was at the time. There you go. You know. Um, it was Mark Halpern who, said, who got that? Okay. Uh, did you hear about the ISIS hotline that has been set up for would-be jihadis? It might be a strange thought that I'm saying. I think maybe instead of data mining old grandma's conversations and texts, maybe they ought to be finding out the location of where the hotline is set up and where six jihadis are sitting to help recruit and offer communications and, and tips. Well, you know, the, the Paris attacks have revived a battle, and I see Senator Rand Paul on the floor, so it's perfect to say that it's revived a battle within the Republican Party about what should be done when it comes to terrorism surveillance. And we saw Marco Rubio earlier this week uh, uh, lash out at both Ted Cruz and Rand Paul over their votes on extending the Patriot Act and surveillance. The CIA director again said today in a speech that he thinks that more needs to be done by the government. He understands that there needs to be a balance, but that he's worried that, uh, as the FBI director has warned, that too many items are out there in terms of smartphones and more that law enforcement and intelligence can't get at, and they can't get some of these things. I mean, today's big raid in France, how did that occur? It occurred because they found a cell phone, evidently, from one of these guys. Yeah, and they were able to track to it down, rest. which is a exactly. pretty good use of intelligence. The FBI uh, has charged, and this was in the UK Daily Mail, at least 66 men and women with ISIS-related terror plots on American soil. Now, I'm going to put this up on my website. Senator Jeff Sessions sent us the other day, I read it two days in a row, all these people that have come to America that then get involved in terrorist activities, many after they gain citizenship, is kind of breathtaking. The number is very, very high, and the FBI also said they have a 1,000 ongoing ISIS probes within the United States now. One in every state, I believe, yes. When the president talks about continuing to take in the 10,000 refugees, and we saw what happened in Paris, and I read you the list of James Comey and James Clapper and John Kirby and 
and the director of national counterterrorism and the assistant uh, director of the FBI, when they all say that they're going to infiltrate the refugee community, is it fair to say that the president is willing to gamble with the lives of the American people? I think you've heard that from a lot of Republicans, and I think you'll continue to hear that because I think, again, they believe that the president and the Obama administration has not been doing enough, period, end of sentence, when it comes either to the military action or measures here at home. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Did you read, Betsy McCoy had out, and she did some investigative work, and I found her work to be very credible on the health care bill. And she actually goes like you and reads all of these bills. She used to carry around the entire health care bill with her during that time. And she actually said that U.S. citizen and immigration services were ordered last May to relax standards specifically for the Syrian refugees. Did you see that? Uh, I have not. I mean, it's anything is possible, but I have not seen anything. The way she wrote it up was, well, it's now okay if your spouse was part of a terrorist organization, is provided you can convince the screener that you didn't know you were sleeping with a terrorist. Well, show us the memo. That'll be an interesting one to look at. Well, she said Obama State Department is insisting this, and she got it from there. You might want to take a look into that. I think you could probably blow that wide open. All right. Uh, And I see that uh, Francois Hollande has welcomed more refugees into France, despite the involvement in spite of what happened with the attack. He will be here at the White House next Tuesday for talks with the president. Wow, that's going to be interesting. We'll see what happens there. All right, anything else I'm missing today? Uh, Bobby Jindal out. Uh, you know, I know he didn't make much of an impact. I, I guess I like the one Bobby Jindal. I like him a lot. One thing I have to say about Jindal, you know, I knew him from his time here in Congress. He ran a race in which he acted totally different than what he is. You know, he's a, he's a, real, he's a guy with big policy chops. He knows all kinds of stuff. But his race was all about sort of outrage, and it just wasn't him. That's what struck me more than anything else. It's an interesting observation. I, I think in this field, in this time, this this time being an insurgent time, I think he just had a hard time, you know, standing out. And I think calm conversations at a point where, you know, Rome is burning and fiddling while Rome is burning is not exactly a good strategy. There was a poll in Louisiana the other day that gave him a 70% unpopular rating. You don't normally see that. They have paid a price because the of the downturn in oil prices, which I'm sure yep. are going to turn around, but not right away. All right, All Jamie. Right, see you, Sean. Thanks, my friend.